0: It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, now here's your host, J.T. DeBolt. JT DeBolt. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. Kicking things off here to talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by FlyWithJT.com. That is FlyWithJT.com, where you can access my 52-week audio course called The Weekly Momentum Shift. Each and every single week for the next 52 weeks... I will send you an MP3 quality, well, a studio quality MP3 audio directly into your email inbox to give you the strategies and the mindset that you need to accomplish your biggest missions in life as well as the mental toughness to follow through. So get yourself over to flywithjt.com and start accessing weekly momentum shift right now. So the reality of life, especially the high performance, high altitude life that we talk about here, On the high altitude mentorship show is that at times we get derailed we can get knocked right off the horse sometimes we get slightly taken off our course sometimes we are completely finding ourselves on the back looking up at the sky here's the key though whether you're coming up short on your goals whether you feel like you're losing the passion for your work whether you're getting lost in the deluge of demands in your daily life or enticed by those shiny objects that just want to take you away from, from the chaos, realize this. For leaders, not only are these demands higher on us, but the margin for error is smaller. And the process, sometimes the process can be lonelier. This is why we have to take a step back. This is why we have to have the ability to pull away for just a moment, step back and assess the situation and have almost a filtration process by which we can take a look and say, are we on track? Are we moving closer to accomplishing our mission or have we started to fly a little off course? It doesn't take long for a smooth running operation to experience a spin find itself out of control, and all of a sudden, we start to ask ourselves, what the heck's going on? Where did it all go wrong? And I don't want to make this out to be a doom and gloom conversation. If anything, I want to kind of set you up for the importance of what I'm going to be teaching you today, really a four-point assessment, if you will. But it happens. These things happen to us, and look, it can happen to just about anybody. If you are in a leadership role, whether you're building a business or leading an organization, the idea is that we all can succumb to these things. The fear, right? First of all, we have fear. Sometimes it's not just the fear of failure. The fear of failure can actually be a performance-enhancing drug. But the fear of success, man, that can cripple us. That fear of what happens if I succeed and I'm disappointed with the result? Is this all there is? Or the fear of loss when you succeed. People think, well, if I lose, you know, if I win, how is that losing? Sometimes we lose people that are close to us. Sometimes we lose our freedoms. I was talking to a good friend of mine this weekend who has built a very successful multi-million dollar business. And he was talking about, man, I remember the days when this thing was only doing two, three million dollars. There was so much free time. But now that it's doing you know, close to $20 million a year, he's got his hands full. It becomes a full-time thing. And a lot of startup entrepreneurs don't understand that. They don't realize the massive responsibilities that come with success. And so that kind of fear can grip us and actually hold us back from going to that next altitude. Sometimes it's the overwhelm. We have so much coming at us that we shut down, we stall out. Sometimes we regress. We start collapsing in on ourselves and shutting down altogether. Or we just lose our enthusiasm and our joy for the journey. So how can we prevent a derailment of our mission? How can we sidestep the unnecessary mistakes and how can we avoid undertaking actions or even projects and relationships that don't serve us or the people we're here to serve? I wanna talk to you today about a four-point assessment for excellence, something that can keep you flying high, fast, and far. More importantly, help you be the best leader you can be. The first part of this assessment is to match it up against our values. If you've got an important decision coming up or an important project that you're working on and you feel like it's starting to sort of lose some of its steam, you got to match what you're doing up against your core values. You've probably heard me say this before. I am not a fan of the concept of following your bliss. I think that's a very irresponsible kind of dreamy way of going through life because if we follow our bliss, we oftentimes lose the bigger picture we spend so much time trying to find the bliss that we don't feel the bliss and then all of a sudden we start to feel unhappy we start to chase shiny objects we start to do the things that are taking us away from taking care of our responsibilities it's not always about loving what you do but I do believe it's about loving how you do it case in point I remember when I was working construction I didn't love working construction I didn't love the what I loved how I did it, and I loved why I did it. I loved showing up every day and working hard. I loved showing up every day with a good attitude. I loved showing up every day and at the end of the day being able to look behind me and see the ditch that I had dug. Literally, we used to dig ditches and and clear the dirt out and lay the PVC pipe down as a construction crew. And there was some pride in that. And I used to love the how, not the what. I didn't love working construction in the heat in South Central Los Angeles. Not a very friendly place to be. 14 hours a day, but I have to tell you that the heat and all that stuff didn't matter to me when I thought about the how, how I applied myself, how I did a great job every single day, how I took pride in my work, and how I enjoyed working with the guys that were on the crew. But I also love the why behind it. I love that I was doing it to work my way into college so that I could go off to flight school and become a U.S. Navy pilot. That was my dream. My dream was not to work construction all right the construction part was a means to an end and so sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get to your dream that's why this whole concept of following your bliss if i was following my bliss the whole time i would have never humbled myself to take that job working in construction or taking a job as the dishwasher and the busboy in the restaurant it's very important that you understand this now when we match things up against our values, we can say to ourselves, does doing this hard work, this arduous work, does it does it match up to our core values? For me, it did. In fact, hard work is one of my core values. Your values are the center of gravity for decision-making and really for, for life navigation. It acts as your North Star, your Polaris. If you're clear on what your values are, then you can put the ego aside. You can humble yourself and take those those paths that sometimes feel like they're taking you away from your big mission. That says, it doesn't just feel good because it's not my bliss. Sometimes I'm doing things because I have to, to get to my dream, to accomplish my mission. So I recommend doing a core values exercise. I teach one in my course, Flight School to Success. I give that to the clients because I want them to be crystal clear on what their core values are. Your core values are so important. They will guide you through the tough times. They'll give you that light of hope in the dark times. And they'll also keep you grounded when things are going great. As leaders, we have to be crystal clear on what our core values are and use them as the navigational star by which we go from where we are to where we want to be. So the first point in this four-point assessment is to know your values and to, and to be guided by your values. The next point is your vision. Now, vision's an interesting thing. Well, obviously, we're not talking about eyesight here. Vision is the overarching thesis of what you want your life to be about. It's that theme. It's that concept behind how you want to architect your life. The long-range definition of a life well-lived according to you. Some people have the vision of providing a better place for their family. Some people have the vision of living their life full out elevating their game on a daily basis. They have a vision for leaving a legacy behind, a legacy of giving and caring and philanthropy and things like this. The idea is to invest your time to get crystal clear on what you want your life to be about. I'm not talking about the things you want in your life to achieve, right? We're not talking about achievements here. We're not talking about material, uh, uh, you know, things that you acquire. We're talking about the vision for how you want to look at your life in the last moments of it. Let's assume that you live a very long, healthy, prosperous, fruitful life, and it's the last day of your life. What do you want to see looking back? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? What do you want to be known for and remembered by? This is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about your vision. And the idea behind a vision, really, is to give you an overarching theme to build the life around which brings us to the third point of the four-point assessment and that is the mission now your mission is the vehicle by which you achieve the vision so everything has to line up your mission your mission has to help you fulfill the vision and here's here's the interesting part while the mission is the how behind the why It's going to change throughout your life. Your why probably won't change, or perhaps it will. But the mission certainly will. So the whole idea, you know, my mission for a very long time was to become a Navy pilot. I tell people this all the time. Getting turned down six times by the U.S. Navy is not fun. You don't become a person that simply says, oh, listen, it's no, nothing to take seriously. It's just the United States Navy, right? I mean, this is the United States Navy. I remember when they turned me down on that sixth time and I had a decision to make. Do I stay in the Navy and probably never become a pilot, just stay as, a, as an aircraft mechanic, remain in that career, or do I get out and try it my way, which is a very bold decision with absolutely zero guarantees, but there was one guarantee for sure. If I stayed in as an enlisted aircraft mechanic, the chances are I would probably have fulfilled that as my career. My odds were actually better getting out. And I didn't necessarily calculate it that way. I sort of felt it. I just kind of guided—you know was guided by my gut, guided by my sense that this was the right move. So the mission was, was to become a U.S. Navy pilot. It wasn't a goal. It wasn't a dream. Because... Goals are something that are very easy to maneuver. You can change a goal. You can say, you know, my goal is to lose 30 pounds, and then as soon as you see it's hard to lose it, you think, oh, okay, now we'll just let's just make it 10 or 15. Goals can be very massaged. A mission is not massaged. A mission, a mission is something you dedicate and commit to. A dream is something that, listen, man, I love dreams. I think it's great. But a mission is a non-negotiable, we are going to achieve this. And that's how I approached my mission of becoming a naval aviator. But as soon as I became a naval aviator, the mission was completed. I accomplished it. So now what? What's the next, what's the next step in life? And frankly, with true transparency, I went through a period of a couple of years where I had a letdown. I was seriously bummed after I had accomplished my lifelong mission, the mission that most people in my life, teachers, coaches, friends, very close family members, even in the United States Navy themselves, told me I would never achieve. That's why it's so important to understand that your mission will change. And when it does change, you have to approach that with enthusiasm and optimism for the future and the question of what's next all the time. Your mission will change throughout your life. And that's good. That's great. That's amazing. The question is, what's next? And finally, the fourth of the four-point assessment is the why. As I said just a moment ago, the, the, the mission is the how behind the why. It's how we achieve it. But the why is like the jet fuel for that vehicle. It's the meaning and the purpose behind all you do. And then probably the single most important thing to remember when it comes to assigning your why to your mission is to make it bigger than yourself. So I hear a lot of entrepreneurs that come into business and they say, you know, I want to build a business. And I'll say, that's great. Why are you doing this? Well, I just, I want financial freedom. And I'll say, well, why is that? And they'll start talking about all the stuff they want to buy or all the pain they want to get out of. I want to pay off my debt. You know, I want to pay off my student loans want to buy a new house, start, start talking about all of these acquisitions that they want to acquire, and yet the question is, when all those things are done, what are you going to feel about this? You buy the house, you pay off the debt, and then what? What's next? The why has to be so much bigger than you and your own fulfillment. It has to be about how you can serve other people. It has to be about being part of something bigger than yourself. That's why I loved serving in the United States military. As an aviator, we were part of a team. We were just one aspect of a huge team. That's a very special thing to be a part of. And it's something that, unfortunately, not a lot of people who don't serve in the military understand. But if you see top-performing, high-performing companies and organizations, they get it because they instill a sense of that camaraderie and a a sense of that organizational why into everything they do. It's so important to have a why bigger than yourself, to have a reason and a purpose behind everything you do. And the most important part that I want you to take away from these four things is that your values, your vision, your mission, and your why should all align. You want your values to be a part of your vision. You want your values to be a part of your mission. You want to be guided by your values in all you do. Your why should be lined up with your values. And then your vision should be comprised of how your values play out. Your vision should be built and bolstered by your mission. Your vision should be completely defined by your why. You can see how these all four start to play in together. They start to become complementary pieces of one another, and then pretty soon it becomes this very powerful four-point assessment that you can use on a daily basis. And oh, by the way, this same assessment goes not just for projects, not just for your daily actions in life, it also goes for relationships. You know, if you're feeling that the relationship you're in right now, whether it's a romantic relationship, a personal relationship, a, a business relationship, or a professional relationship, is somehow not working out, you got to ask yourself, does this person line up with my values? Do they understand my vision? Are they a part of or at least supportive of my mission? And do they line up with my why? Then you got to ask the question about yourself in their life. Do I line up with their values? Do I support their vision? Do I make their mission possible? And do I line up with their why? And if the answer is yes to all of those, then hey, it's just a matter of doing the work. It's a matter of having the communication. It's a matter of getting back in there and strengthening those relationships. It's an amazing feeling when you find people in organizations that line up with your values, your vision, your mission, and your why. And it's even more valuable when you find yourself stuck in a rut or up against a barrier or finding yourself starting to feel your performance drop. This is the kind of assessment I give my clients, and I tell you this right now. When you're clear on what your values, your vision, your mission, and your why are, you won't find yourself stuck or unhappy for very long. There's one last bonus tip that I want to give you. As a part of this four-point assessment, you also want the mentorship. I highly recommend that you have mentors and coaches and people that you can that you can bounce things off of. this is your secret weapon for success. All high performers have mentors and coaches because if you try to go it alone, there's only so far you can typically go. There are times where you just hit up against the wall even though you've matched things against your values, your vision, your mission and your why. but if you approach your mentors or your coaches and say, listen this is what I have this is my assessment that I've tried to use and for whatever reason I'm still stacked up against the barrier, please help me this is what I've done and here's what I need help with, I promise you that will be your secret weapon to blast through that barrier and get yourself flying high fast and far again. So take this to heart. As a high performer, as a high performance leader, realize that if you get yourself up against something, if you feel that fear caving in on you, if you know that you've got something that could be better, you could be performing so much better, or there's something more for you, your team, your organization, or even your family, ask yourself, am I living in alignment with my values, my vision, my mission, and my why? Are my relationships, and am I showing up for the people in my relationships with their values, their vision, their mission, and their why? This is a very powerful assessment, and don't forget about the part about reaching out to your mentors and your coaches. They'll be there for you. And when you match it up against this four-point assessment and bring it with the people that you know, love, and trust, suddenly you'll have the clarity, you'll have that vision, you'll have the confidence and the certainty of a strong leader, and you will accomplish your mission. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show each and every single Wednesday. Looking forward to doing it again next week. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com and access my 52-week audio course called The Weekly Momentum Shift. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you next week.